I don't know what they have to say. It makes no difference anyway. Whatever it is, I'm against it. No matter what it is or who commenced it, I'm against it. Your proposition may be good, but let's have one thing understood. Whatever it is, I'm against it. And even when you've changed it or condensed it, I'm against it. I'm opposed to it. On general principles, I'm opposed to it. He's opposed to it. In fact, indeed, and he's opposed to it. For months before my son was born, I used to yell from night till morn, whatever it is, I'm against it. And I've kept yelling since I first commenced it. I'm against it. From the President's speech at the United Nations, Donald Trump, I'm against it. How are you? Good there, hi. It's uh, quiz day at the What Do You Know uh, House of a Guy's Own. <clears throat> I'm here with Lyle Anderson and a, a, a huge uh, bevy of, of onlookers. A coterie. Filling the stands. You can almost hear them. <laughs> Okay, in all the news that isn't, uh, Kavanaugh should have passed up on those Jaeger bombs, I'm thinking, before he testified. <laughs> but those old high school habits are hard to break, ain't they? Well, he's a one bad drunk, or so say his bartenders. And uh, that's the most damning evidence at all against him, I would say, what a bartender says about you. His bartenders are like priests, but they can talk about your confession, and they, and they do. <laughs> what? All right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I was right about something. Well, but what about Benghazi, though? <laughs> okay. Boy, if he was a bad drunk before this, imagine that he's going to be out of his little mind when he's sitting on the high court. He'll be totally drunk on his robes <laughs> on the high court. Of course, Clarence, I think, is doing something. He might do it intravenous, though, Clarence Thomas. He looks like he's just taking something in the arm. Yeah. He, he never talks or anything. No, that's right. He never asks questions. I said questions. in the arm, didn't I? Yes. Okay. All right. Trump said of the K word that he was just a wonderful human being. And by his standards, I guess he is, really, you know, <laughs> comparatively. But that's rare compared to someone who actually come out ahead. Anyone who saves his calendar since 1982, uh, just in case this kind of thing should happen in the future should be nominated for the Supreme Psychiatric Unit, is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, here is his calendar, in case you didn't see it. This is the calendar. You could have a lot worse calendars. It's an insurance calendar. <laughs> the kind of free they used to send you all the time. Yeah, you got one. Where did you get that? This is paid from his calendar. Well, and you have it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he wanted me to see it. <laughs> and I can tell you, some things have been crossed out here. I'd like to age the ink to see where they were blotted out. Ah, uh, it, it looks just this May of 1982. He spent a lot of time grounded, uh, and none studying for the bar. Nuns? No, none. Oh, good. That'd be a good one because he was at a oh uh, Catholic school, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. that's right, Georgetown yeah. Prep. Because it says here, go to Holy Child party. Well, that sounds that's, odd. That's disturbing. <laughs> right on. That's on the first day of the month. Uh, Grounded, stay in. So he's grounded like three weeks, uh, three weekends out of four in May of 1982. In 1982? They don't say for what, though. No. 
possibly for a rape attempt. <laughs> All right, listen, kid. Ah, the What's your name, Brett? One more of these, and I'm telling you. No allowance. Uh, yeah, he was, he was grounded even through a father-son dinner here on the 21st. Oh. So I wonder if he, got, he had to stay home during a father-son dinner, or did he stay home with his father, maybe? Sad. <laughs> got a haircut on the 22nd. <laughs> and I uh, don't know, so. But things have been redacted. Could have been a worse calendar. Could have been like one of those grease monkey calendars in, <laughs> in the standard station. Ooh. You know, with the girl of the month kind of what thing. What insurance company? in some... I don't know. So I'm not, you know, they used to have National Geographic used to have like a... A calendar? Not Ge- National Geographic. Uh, no. Mechanics Illustrated. <laughs> I get them mixed up. Well, which one is, has the girls, have the girls in it? A picture, pull out, or popular mechanics. I forget what it was. No. Pull it out, and she was had a wrench in her hand. And she, not popular mechanics. Great, you know, and not over, not overdoing it I'm, like they do today, you know. She was just great. She not, looked like she should have been on side of a, of a B-52 bomber. No, not you popular know, mechanics. Kind of we got popular mechanics. It didn't well, then have it's, that. what's the other one? Something else. Mechanics Illustrated. Maybe Mechanics Illustrated because she was the MI girl. Uh, oh, an MI girl of the issue before Sports Illustrated the issue. What insurance company was that? Northwestern Mutual. Oh, is that the one you got? It looks really familiar to me. Oh, no, I'm just. That's I, the only I, thing we I have in know. common is our, our calendars. I think from the period, <laughs> but I didn't save mine. I, you know. What the heck? Is it possible evidence someday? And Grounded. Uh, let's see. Anyhow, this is it's a good idea what will be admissible evidence in the Kavanaugh court. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll accept that. It's Exhibit A. It's a calendar page. All right. Although uh, Clarence Thomas's Coke cans never got in, so maybe it won't. You know. I thought they were in the Smithsonian. Really? I thought so. Really? <laughs> I don't know. I heard that somewhere. <laughs> People say. <laughs> That'd be great. I, they really raised the, they lowered the bar, I guess, in this Smithsonian. <laughs> well, it's historic. What's historic, yeah. Anything of Bill Clinton's in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the blue dress is. That wasn't his. <laughs> well, some of it was. <laughs> That's one right for Lyle Anderson. Anyhow, so the, uh, he was grounded uh, on night in question, and there is no rape attempt penciled in anywhere on the calendar that I had. So. You know, all this thing, it's just like uh, finally seeing the a-hole from school finally get his. You know, that's what I, I, everyone's thinking, finally, this guy everyone hated and got everything, won every stupid award. And he cheated to get there, you know. Finally, he gets his. But it was unfortunate that it was involved a Supreme Court nomination. But uh, all right, page two. Uh, Trump's uh, speech at the UN was heavy on the laugh lines. Let's give a listen. Years, my administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country. America's so true. (laughs) Didn't expect that reaction, but that's okay. 
Any reaction is good for Donald Trump. You know? <clears throat> he was glad he got the laugh. Yeah. You got to sort of respect that, no. You know, There's, it's for saying something that stupid <laughs> and not thinking that it was a joke. That That's special. Well, not to him. It's not special. He thinks it's truth. In almost any administrations. Who did he? Who did he? Washington's? No, because he said Washington had girl problems. Oh, did that's... Did you see that the other day? <laughs> Even with those wooden teeth, apparently. <laughs> Girls like that. Ew. They do. I like them wooden choppers on a guy. Take him out. Take him out. Let's see him chop. George. Uh, George. Oh, come on. Martha's coming. <laughs> yeah, what were you saying? Uh, not nothing. Oh, okay. Nothing. All right. There... I, I, I actually did a study of it. I slowed it down and uh, amplified it, and... Uh, the Germans did the most outright laughter, <laughs> uber all, uh, and whatever guffaw is in German, they, which I looked it up and it's locked. So they were locked, locked, locked,ing throughout the whole speech. Germans. Yeah. Well, they're Germans. Yes. Can say they can't it? help themselves. No. The chortling was Russian, uh, and and chortling in in Russian is. Where does that go? Kiki Kanye, as in Kanye. Sounds like Kanye. Kiki Kanye. Russian for chortling. Isn't that interesting? Don't you think that's It's unbelievable. It is. Yeah. But you can believe it because I'm telling you. It's right here. Look, it's on the internet. It's in print. Oh, oh, on paper. Okay. It's in print on paper. Then, yes, must be true. Uh, the French were laughing at some unrelated bon mot, of course. Bon mot. Yeah, a bon mot. That's what I said. What in English. What country are you in, feller? <laughs> you from around in, here? In French, it's bon mot. Yes. In but in English, it's bon mot. I think. I, I think we proved that. I says I don't. You have to go over it again, because what about Benghazi? Then? Yeah, what about it? Yeah, <laughs> was that French? I don't think so. Could be. Could be. Uh, the Chinese thing on the president's speech was kind of weird. Let's give that a listen. This is uh, we got into the size of his brain. No. Which, from what I hear, if you look at Mr. Pillsbury, the leading authority. On China, he was on a good show, I won't mention the name of the show, recently, and he was saying that China has total respect for Donald Trump and for Donald Trump's very, very large brain. He said, Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump, they don't know what to do. Never happened. Very large. Uh, <laughs> God, he was going to give him the low version of that, that he gives at the rallies. Yes. That was his rally speech. See, but, I, well, it, the whole thing was a, was a calendar mix-up, speaking of calendars, because he was thought he, he sp was speaking to a very select crowd of, uh, of likers yes. in, in Grand Rapids. But, but he was actually at the UN. Oh. <laughs> so he gave his, <clears throat> because it is very large, you know what he usually says in there. He says, hoo-ha. It's very large, hoo-ha. That's a, that's a big line in the speech. The crowd goes nuts for it. Just crazy. Okay, yeah, the Chinese, you said the Chinese were meddling with him, meddling with his hoo-ha, apparently. Mr. Pillsbury? Yeah, I've looked up Mr. Pillsbury. I could not, anyone here know an expert on China called Mr. Pillsbury? <laughs> <laughs> or is it the Doughboy? Uh, yeah. That's what he I should thought. be in Minneapolis. Could he have possibly confused the Pillsbury Doughboy with an expert on China? Anything's possible with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> America first, I like that. You go to the UN and say, here's a speech on America first. 
if everyone does the first thing at the UN, it's like 193 firsts. Yeah. You know, by the time you get to Zimbabwe first, you just want to go home and pull a rug over your head. <laughs> Why? <What>? Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right. In other news, that isn't a Mediterranean diet did nothing for the people of Pompeii. The uh, Duchess of Sussex uh, did not close her own car door or pick up her own dog's poop. Meghan Markle did that. Uh, Trump says he'll be meeting with Kim again shortly, but didn't make it clear whether it was Jong-un or Kardashian. <laughs> this is, and now Lyle sent me this, so it's got to be important. What did I send you? Laure Jean Dumont. Laure yes. Please say it. Laure Jean Dumont. That's what I said, wasn't it? Yes, pretty close. This is the. You got a nice accent on the, you there, kid. Where well, I practiced it. So, huh? the, so up this there is, in Dorchester, is so, that how they talk in Dorchester? No. Do you say Le Jort Dorchester or La? <laughs> mm, okay. Good question. Uh, here it is, anyhow. This the is redacted the version. Oh, the, you know, there's a, every picture I've seen of this painting has someone standing in front of it. Well, that, okay, so I'm looking very intently at, I don't know, the shading or the chiaroscuro <laughs> or what he did with the folds. Look at the folds in that material. They're like Leonardo folds. He's so good. What was, what was the guy's name? Uh, Courbet. Courbet. Courbet who? No, Gustave Courbet. Gustave Courbet. Yes. So was he a Frenchman or a German? Oh, he was an Impressionist, French. <laughs> Impressionist. <laughs> Where did he get the Gustave? Well, no, he was a realist, I guess. Yeah. I don't think so. Look at this painting. <laughs> well, not that version. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell us about the painting. Why, why did you send this to me? And uh, what, what, what is Because it they, they didn't know because you can't see her face. And so they didn't yeah. know for years. And they speculated on who Couldn't it was. Face. No. Okay. And they thought, uh, but th uh, so they recently uh, discovered it's a French dancer or something. Really? That he knew. And that she was a, she went on to become a respectable woman. Did and she was, ever take a look at what he was doing on the other side of that <laughs> easel? <laughs> well, uh, I guess or she... Or what she was doing on her side? I, it, it, she did it for her... Uh, her Love. Her lover, yes. Gustav he, was he, her lover? No, no. Her, her, he was some... I think he was Russian. And then she oh, went... Oh, then it couldn't be a lover. And then she went on They're fighters. To, <laughs> Yes, and then he paid a lot of money to Gustave Courbet to paint this uh, rather um, revealing way, picture. Yes, and they're not ringing yet. Okay, no, that's right, just a minute. And then she went on to sit on the Supreme Court. <laughs> <laughs> and they never brought this up because they wouldn't show the painting anywhere, right? They didn't show that painting. Well, I don't know why you couldn't get the original painting anywhere because it's all over the internet. I got it, but I put it in my special drawer. <laughs> Where the kids can't see it. Yeah, the kids, you know. <laughs> All right, so, okay. I'd say I take his perspective a whole new meaning. It's, uh, it's that, those Corbets. Well, he knew I about invite you to look it up and say, thank goodness they found out who that was so she can claim that. Revealed after 125 years. L'Origine du monde. Du monde. The, origin du monde. Of the, the origin of the world. Okay. Uh, okay, I did that already about his brain. Oh, I did the Meghan Markle thing, too. But here's why this was such a big deal. Yeah, why? Uh, arriving at the Royal Academy of Arts to attend her first solo event oh. since becoming a royal, Meghan stepped out of her car, having had the door opened, 
and shut it behind her. Hello. The Duchess of, of Sussex. This is Michael Feldman's podcast. <laughs> Can you hear Lyle on the phone? Huh? We haven't quite worked out the soundproofing of this situation. I'm talking about the Duchess of Sussex. All right, you're going to play the quiz? Yeah, just put him on hold, please. I'm not ready yet to do that. Oh, I'm going to put you on hold. He's not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> I love the informality, and yet I hate it. She then shut the door. Some praised her down-to-earth and humble attitude. Always joke she may put someone out of a job. Etiquette expert William Hansen pointed out that this was not, in fact, a protocol breach. Thank God for that. Yeah. What about when Trump went to the Queen, met the Queen, and walked in front, of, stood in front Tried of her as they walked? Yeah. <laughs> Just and then he fall, he fell down to that Sammy Davis thing around her ankles, like Sammy Davis did with Nixon. That was uncalled for. It was funny. But uncalled. Do you remember that? No. When Sammy did that. He fell. He grabbed Nixon around the ankles, like like, like free me, massa. You know, jeez. So that was the wrong thing to imitate for, for Trump, I would say. Where were you? Uh, usually, if you're a member of the royal family or a dignitary, how do you get to be a dignitary? Do you have to know, do I something for it? Lie. Do you get? Can the queen make you a dignitary? Is that like a knighthood? You have a member of, of staff. You have a staff. That'd be cool. I wonder if it's still one of those wooden yes. ones. Uh, to open and close the car door for you, he told Radio 1 Newsbeat. He said this was for, for security reasons rather than errors and graces. It appears the person who opened the door then stepped out of the way to allow the Duchess, 37, why would you put the age of a Duchess? <laughs> huh? Talk about, you know, protocol. Well, people want to know. Would you never, would you, would you ever? The Duchess, 37. Why was, the, why was that a point to put 37 in? Because Big deal, she's young. Six. Yeah, and they should have put that in parentheses. And Harry is only 36. <laughs> To greet her host and then close the door behind her. A princess who still takes the time to shut her car door. Well done, Megan. The Sun's royal correspondent, Emily Andrews, tweeted. Well, I was in the Sun. Uh, the feminist and former UN advocate as a form for this sort of behavior. Last week at the launch of a charity cookbook, the former Suits actress again closed her own car door. But it goes, there's more. Earlier this month, one U.S. journalist claimed to have seen Megan. Megan, it's a duchess. Seen the duchess. 37. 37, in a London street, clearing up after her dog. No. However, it's not verified to have been the Duchess oh. herself. There, then she's a Duchess. Yeah. <laughs> the dog talked. <laughs> there are ways to make dogs oh. talk. Uh, let's see. Coca-Cola and talks over cannabis-infused drinks. This is good news. Two my two favorite things all in one. All in one? Yeah. Now you don't have to get your cannabis. You don't have to get your Coke. You just get your Coke with all cannabis. Back to their roots, back when they had, uh, what, oh, what do they have in there? Cocaine or something. Yeah, cocaine. Cocaine-a-cola used to be. So I, this is great. Uh, let's see. The, the drinks giant is in talks with local producer. This is in Canada. Uh, Aurora Cannabis. Did you say Aurora? Well, we know what you do in your spare time, don't we? A lot of research. A lot of research. <laughs> you, are you making little jellies at home, little gels? No. And, uh, these would not aim to intoxicate consumers, but to relieve pain. Yes, the pain of being a consumer is considerable, isn't it? Do you know now, if you're Canadian and you have any, like, uh, marijuana stocks, or if you've ever smoked it, you can't come into the U.S. They will stop you at the, at the border? 
And if you lie about it, then you you you're, you get a record. You own stocks. I own stocks, and I'm in the U.S. They haven't kicked me out yet. Whoa. You own stocks of what? Canada. Come here a second. Just come here. Yeah, yeah, come here. Oh, now your caller is coming back. Okay, good. Just come here, man. Because I think when I put them on hold, they can't hear anything. I don't want you shouting at me. No. Give your full name and your address. No, give your name. Social security Jeff. number. Okay. And your social security number? Yes. Hello? Jeff, you keep shouting things out here, so I thought yes. I'd let you take over the show more directly. <laughs> And what were you just saying? You you make uh, gels in, no, okay. in, no. at home. You were talking about what is the trick to that? To infusing uh, like gelatin products. Oh, okay. No idea. I'll put you back on with uh, it's got something to do with CBD uh, and THC. Ah, then you do know. Right. Which should I be using? Should I be doing the CBD or the THC? I think that would be your decision. Okay, thank it depends you. Depends if you want pain. You're not being very helpful. I just want it for the pain. The pain. <laughs> Take the pain. <laughs> Where's my Coke? So what were you saying? Something brought you up here. I forget oh, what it was. It, you were saying that uh, Coca-Cola was looking at Aurora Cannabis. Uh-huh. And that if you own stocks coming into the U.S. Yeah. that are Canadian marijuana stocks, you can't come into the U.S. So you can't. You can't go but to Canada can, and come back. You can yeah. buy Canadian marijuana stocks in the U.S. Yeah. And they'll kick you out. But what if you go there to visit your stocks, let's I say, was, and you try to come back in there through uh, where the falls are. They put you Niagara. in stocks. Have you done that yet? No. Because you're probably on a list, man. I could be. Could be. Possibility. Yeah. Okay, you can go back to your seat now. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to go get a coffee first. Yeah, go get some coffee. And we have donuts, too. Just a sample of what you could be enjoying where you're actually here. Uh, okay, a few more things here, and we'll get. Did I call her back? Yeah, he's, he's back. Okay, good. This is the same guy. Yes, he's ready to play. Okay. Uh, we've got to do a few things. Speaking of Canada, a Canada woman loses snoring complaint with neighbors. A Canadian woman. I love Canadian news. is is the only relief I have anymore. Canadian news. It's it's pretty bad, some of it, but there's also this stuff here that doesn't seem to happen here. A snoring complaint with her neighbors. A Canadian woman who complained of harassment after her landlords urged her to seek help for her snoring has lost her case. Uh, the woman had taken her landlords to Quebec's rental board seeking a rent reduction over the dispute. The board's tribunal, they have a tribunal on there, but oh boy. Uh, is there a Kavanaugh on it? Uh, said her excessive snoring could not be considered a normal level of noise expected in an apartment complex. It also said she was wrong to refuse to see a doctor about her snoring. The problems began in September 2016 when the Quebec City woman got a call at 3 o'clock local time, 7 o'clock GMT. Canadians, I love them. Who would do that? Uh, from her landlord saying her downstairs neighbors had complained about snores emanating from her unit. They got a little specific there where the snores were coming from. According to the decision released last month. In October, they showed up at her door to try and find a solution to the situation. They asked the tenant about her health and brought her two boxes of products meant to reduce snoring. Oh, those, what, clothespins? The next day, the tenant found a card on her door with doctor's appointment slip. <laughs> That's a little aggressive for a landlord to actually make you go to the doctor and have, and actually. And an attached note saying, take care of yourself or, or you'll be taken care of. Uh, the landlords followed up a few weeks later to ask her whether she was planning to seek medical help. 
In December, she told her landlords to stop harassing her over the issue. They responded with a formal notice requesting she fix the situation, followed up with a request to the rental board to cancel her lease. Because she would do nothing. Uh, her neighbors told the tribunal the snoring kept them awake on weekend nights. Just on weekend nights. She didn't snore during the week. At least that's something. Maybe she slept with her head out the window on a week. Uh, and that they heard her snoring during the day when she slept following her Monday to Friday night shifts at work. Okay, that's what it is. She claimed they would often bang on the ceiling to get the noise to stop. That's funny because she lived below them. I think the neighbors should be investigated. The tenant told the tribunal that the snoring squabble prevented her from enjoying her apartment and made her hesitate before inviting people over and watching television. Uh, she said she began sleeping in her living room, had trouble sleeping, and had fallen into a depression that kept her from work for three months. Good and boy. she lost. They, they got it. Does it say how old she was? No. Because she's not the, you know, she's not the Duchess of Sussex. Duchess of Quebec, she's not. They gave octopuses ecstasy to see what happened to them. You know, some scientists should never have gone into science. Yeah, isn't what is, what is the point of that? Give, it, give an octopus ecstasy. Fortunately, it turned out well. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, octopuses, given the drug ecstasy, become more social and try to hug each other. Well, that could be fatal, unfortunately, for an octopus. Can you imagine octopuses hugging? In an octopus's garden. In shade. Anyway, octopuses, given the drug ecstasy, become more social, try to hug each other. A study has found, writing the journal Current Biology, researchers at Johns Hopkins say the drug affected the creatures in a way similar to humans. We, we take our eight arms and we hug one another. What? Is that what you do in ecstasy? You go around hugging? Well, I, did, I remember doing it. Was it in college? Uh, Was it 1982? I remember, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't feel octopus-like. But it was pretty good. Pretty darn good. In normal circumstances, octopuses are solitary animals who can prey on each other after mating. Oh, I didn't know that. But anyhow, uh, in normal circumstances, octopuses yes. are solitary animals who can prey on each other after mating. Scientists say the way they behave while on the drug may give insights into how social behavior has evolved. How huh. so? Bullshit. Yeah. I... It's, just put, it's just giving this ecstasy to an octopus. See what happens. What's next? Chipmunks? What's a chipmunk? That would are be they, interesting to see how chipmunks change I, I, on ecstasy. They're not antisocial, are they? No, but they're a little jumpy. Oh. <laughs> what would ecstasy do to that? Make them more jumpy. I don't know. I think we should look into it. There's a grant for that. Uh, taxpayer funded. Yeah. Uh, MDMA, methylene dioxymethylamphetamine, also known as ecstasy, it's a lot oh. shorter, it's a powerful mood-altering drug. This is why I turned your mic down before, because you're clearing your throat. I put you down a little bit. See, uh, a powerful mood-altering... Can you let me finish this? Then we can go on to the quiz here. It's a powerful mood-altering drug which floods the human brain with a chemical called serotonin. Serotonin oh. makes people more sociable. While octopuses are intelligent creatures, their brains are physically very different <laughs> to those of humans. Who would have thought? <laughs> Their eyes are certainly a lot better. Uh, that's a one big eye the guy's got. Do they have just a one eye? I don't know. They have two eyes? You only see just a one eye. It's like that painting. You don't see the whole thing all the time, I guess. Oh. You know, <laughs> origin of the world. <laughs> what does that mean, anyhow? As a naked woman, you know, that's the origin of the world, I guess. It, it is, it, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. 
For that reason, researchers are unsure how they would respond. So why did they do it? What is the point to it? How did this advance science or our knowledge of anything? What did the research show? That's what I was trying to say. Gui Dolin, a neuroscientist at Johns Hopkins, uh, um, who led the study, designed an experiment that uh, three connected water chambers. One of them contained a trapped octopus, the other a plastic toy. So they gave ecstasy to the toy and the octopus, <laughs> apparently, to see which behavior evolves more. Four other octopuses were placed inside the tank to test their response. Researchers measured oh how long they spent with the other animal and how long with the action figure. <laughs> <laughs> well, this could apply to human behavior then. Yeah, That's exactly. fine. Then they were exposed to li- liquefied ecstasy, which they absorbed through their gills and placed in their chambers again. The study found that all four spent more time in the area with the three other octopuses than they had before the drugs. They tended to hug the cage with their mouth parts on the cage. <laughs> this is the way it struck me, too. I had actually the same behavior. You. Yeah, that's what you do. But it's fun. Yeah. You should try it sometime. Get, get outside your shell. In a cage. Yeah. Involute your octopus self. <laughs> this is very similar to how humans react. See? See, it is. They touch each other and press their mouths up against the cage. <laughs> About their cages. Yeah. Uh, the findings are yeah, right. Ridiculous. Well... And that's all the news that isn't. Well, it's time for the What Do You Know quiz. What yes, do you say, Lyle Anderson? Do we have anyone that wants to play it? Yes, we have Russ. We have Russ online. Hi, Russ. How are you? I'm great, Michael. How are you doing? I'm fine. Sorry to keep you waiting. And where are you, Russ? I'm in Minong, Wisconsin. Minong. You know, yeah. I know where that should be. We're, we're about an hour south of Superior, Duluth Superior. Okay. We were up there, right, Lyle? I think we went through there. We went through okay. Minong. Yeah, because I know. Superior or yeah. Duluth. Yeah, I saw you about 10 years ago in Duluth. Oh, cool. Yeah. That was fun up there. That's where we were looking for a place uh, to eat, and, and Lyle kept driving over that bridge you got there. <laughs> right. <laughs> Back and forth. I went over that bridge like three or four times. I tried to find it because we didn't know which side it was on. Uh, uh, we couldn't find the place. Yeah. What was the yeah. place? you remember? No. Yeah, because maybe you know where it is. I guess we go back. We could. Yeah. Mainong. What do you do up there, uh, Russ? Uh, I work for the Gordon Correctional Center in Gordon, Wisconsin. It's oh, just, you do. just up the road for me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you're incarcerated, or you work for it? No, no. I get to go home at night. <laughs> oh, you get to go home at night. Okay, well, that's good. I, do, after, yeah. I guess after a few years, they give you those kind of home visitations. <laughs> right. Yeah. If I'm, if I'm on my best behavior, I get to go home. So. Yeah. And it's all good. Is this how you usually spend your Saturdays, Russ? Or what's? Uh, yeah, you know. Must be nothing um, to I, do if you'd call into this. Well, I was. Uh, I was getting ready to take the boat and to be winterized, and oh, that's uh, sad. I looked at my watch and went, "It's ten o'clock. I gotta, I gotta watch the show." Yeah, that's kind of a sad day, isn't it? You get your boat winterized. It is. It's bittersweet. We had our first frost last night. We had to cover the plants. Oh yeah, was it on the pumpkin? They always say frost uh-huh. on the pumpkin, but do you have pumpkins? No, we don't have pumpkins this year. No. What do you got? What, what do you got there in the garden? Uh, it's a, a lot of flowers, a lot of annuals, perennials. We have some tomatoes, yeah. uh, some li- lilies, that kind of stuff. What I want to know is why would anyone plant annuals? Because then you got to plant them every year. <laughs> I don't know. That's a question for my wife who's with me on the couch or with the cat. She's with you with oh. the couch on the cat? <laughs> right. <laughs> no, with, you on, with you on the couch with the cat. Yes, the with couch the cat. Is- well, it's a What Do You Know it's quiz. Dukes. We have various categories, current events, people, places, things you should learn in school, science, or odds and ends. And you get uh, how many of them right out of how many? Uh, you get three right, and you yeah. win fabulous prizes. Yes, okay. That's it. 
Okay. It's simple. Thank you. Stay with me. Are you, Great. You can do the one right and one wrong. And I'll try. Okay. Do you want help on this? Because we got people here we got who can people help, to help you on you. this end. Yes. Yes. You do. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's see on this end here. Who would like to help uh, uh, Russ out there in in Minong? Is it Minong? Minong. Minong. Yep. Long I. Uh, what is Minong named after? By the way, what, is that an Indian name? It is, name? and uh, uh, one of the one of the interpretations I've heard is a nice high place, which uh, I'm all right with that. Another one is something to do with blueberry field with open blueberries or something. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. Are, are, are you high there in Minong? <laughs> <laughs> Every day. Okay. Good man. Life's good. Yes. Jeff? Okay, Je- uh, Jeff, who is really doing this show uh, without me, uh, will now sit down here and help you. Jeff, uh, this is Russ here in my own. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Russ. And uh, he- he's going to donate. Say it again because I had your mic on. Oh, hi, Mike. Hi, Russ. <laughs> hi, Jeff. Okay. You want to bond a little bit more or oh. go on? Or you got a boat? You got a boat? No, oh, where are you at, Jeff? Mm-hmm. Uh, where are you at? I'm, I'm here at Michael's house. Well, Madison. From Madison. Okay. All right, that ended that. Also, the guys on. All right, <laughs> the two of you guys were clever on this uh, quiz, and uh, you can't win anything because you've already won. Yeah. So this is all. This is all about Russ. Right. So current yeah. events, people, places, things you should learn in school, science, or odds and ends. Uh, Russ, what do you have? Science. Which one? Science. Oh, science. Yeah. 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 Octopuses on ecstasy. I don't know how this happens sometimes. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> Science. Octopuses on ecstasy. A. Uh, what? Talk about grabby. B. Keep involuting themselves. Or D. Do squidward imitations. I gotta go with the squidward imitations. myself. <laughs> Good word. Well, Jeff there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going with Squidward. Squidward. Okay. Yeah, Just in I case did, you didn't know. No, I heard about the seal slap and the uh, the guy in the face with, a, yeah. with an octopus. But uh, So you say, talk about grabby? Yeah. Sure. Yes, that that's right. One right there, right? Okay. I'm sorry. Go that ahead. would be one right. <laughs> And no okay. wrong. All right, very good. Uh, let's go back to you again, Russ. For this one, we have current events, people, places, things you learn in school, science, or odds and ends, because I don't care if you got it before from science. People, places, and things. <laughs> All three. Those are oh, okay. three, How about, different, um, places. three different Google categories. Places. This late date, I'm surprised <laughs> that still happens. <laughs> this late date in my career. I'm trying to drum it into you people all for 30-some years now. <laughs> Those are separate categories. What? That's because it's too broad a category. You've got people, places, and things in one category. What did you want? The people, the places? places. The place? Yeah, let's go places. Places? Okay. Could be anywhere. All right. The top name for both boys and girl babies uh, in England and Wales is more or less the same name for both sexes this year. Is it Harry and Harriet? Oliver and Olivia, or Alex and Alex. Boys and girls name England and Wales. It's actually the same name. 
Jeff. I don't know, Jeff. You uh, think Harry with the, the the royal family thing? I, I got absolutely no idea. How about Harry and Harriet? I. It's the only royal thing I can think of. Yeah, and, well, and where was it, Michael, again? Oliver. It was Wales and England? Yeah, uh, and, and it was Harry and Harriet, uh, Oliver and Olivia, or Alex and Alex, boys and girls' names, both the same, most popular baby name names. You're, you're not really a big Alex, help, Jeff. You want to go back and just do whatever you're doing there with your well, edibles? I, <laughs> I don't I have no idea. <laughs> Why'd you get a bad edible or something? What's the matter with no. you? No, right. Donuts. Um, that's my edible. I don't honestly know. Until the law changes. Do you think? What? Do you think? What was the second one? Oliver and Olivia. And Olivia. You see Oliver and Olivia? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. Oh my God! Wow. You defeated Jeff's naysaying on that. Uh, Oliver and Olivia, both uh, number oh. one boys and girls' name in England and Wales. So simplifies okay. naming. Or that'd be too right and no wrong. Oh boy, this is getting really something. <laughs> uh, what would you like? Uh, Russ, let's go back to you. Current events, people, places, things you should have learned in school, science, or odds and ends? How about things you should have learned in school? Our categories never close, that's why. It's too hard to keep track of which ones have been used. That's mathematical. School? Yes. All right. Twice, five times, or X times, people say they hated math. More than any other subject. <laughs> okay, it's how many times people say they hated math more than any other subject? Is it twice, five times, or X times? I think it's X. <laughs> I do. I think it's X. It's got to be five or X. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll go to. So you don't think X times uh, was just trying, me trying to be two. smart by putting that in there and see? I think it is. Usually yeah. a throwaway. And then I have to give it to you because obviously could be, X could be anything, right? That's right. Right. As we learned in math, that's the only thing I've actually learned in math. X, let X be something. <coughs> I could do that right. part. Then what? You think five, Jeff? And that? what is a logarithm is what I want to know. No, I don't want to know. Don't no. even try to explain it to me. Do you know what a logarithm is? Yeah. A log, uh, yeah, no. I think you got to give it to me because you're right. X can be anything I want. All right, right, we'll give it to you. Yeah. Holy right. cow. That was too easy, though. That's too easy. Whoa, We're going to make earth? you go for the Ear-shattering. grand jackpot or the whole oh. kielbasa. Oh, okay. Because he got three right and he wins. It's too easy. Yeah, they need one more for yeah. the, right. for the uh, jackpot. Okay. I can do it. All right. Russ, it's too easy. I think it's back to you, isn't it, for current events, people, places, <laughs> uh, things you learn in school, science, or odds and ends? Odds and ends. Odds and ends. Yeah. Okay, uh, we have two figures here for you, 47% and 48%. One of them is the percentage of Americans who believe in space aliens, and the other is the percentage of Americans who believe space aliens conduct anal probes. <laughs> and the numbers, once again, are 47% and 48%. I want you to put it on the right uh, one of those. Descriptors. Would you like that? Well, sure. <laughs> I know, that means Why not? That was wrong. When he goes, surely that means you're wrong. But at least he didn't go, no. So wait a minute. The, the second part was believe sure. in anal probe. Lyle Anderson biography just came out. It's called No. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking it over out there. In we'll go 47% for the probes. He's nice that he can say that to his wife. 
<laughs> I don't think I could even bring it up with my wife. <laughs> I'm sure you can. Okay. Let's not go there. Too late. Do you want to hear the whole question again? Yes. Yeah, All right. Please. It's a little complex. 47%, 48% are two percentages. I think we can agree on that. <clears throat> One of yeah. them is, is the percentage of Americans who believe in space aliens. The other is the percentage of Americans who believe space aliens conduct anal probes. Oh, okay. Well, there has to be more that believe in aliens than believe in anal probes. Hmm. I think if there are space aliens, then by default, they believe in aliens. do the anal probe mm -hmm. thing, right? So you think only 1% would not think they're not anally probing? I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're wrong. You're wrong. Uh, actually, for some reason, and this, is, this has been all verified, uh, it doesn't mean you lose. You get another chance to get another one right. But, uh, oh, okay. Right. Yes. Yeah, well, it's because it's very complex. I, I couldn't believe it myself when I read it. Wow. Yes, 47% of Americans believe in space aliens, but 48% believe uh, space aliens conduct anal probes. Even though they don't believe in them. It just shows you about some Americans, I think, more than anything else. Yeah, right. I'm not sure. Okay. I'll give you one wrong, but I'll give you one last chance to try and get your uh, fourth one to win the giant kielbasa, which is an amazing, amazing. assortment of things that we uh, haven't even invented Even yet. thought about yet. No. <laughs> so, uh, would you have you have uh, the following categories still available, current events, people, places, uh, school things, uh, should have, and science, and odds and ends. Russ? Yeah, let's go with uh, people. 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 Oh, here, uh, I'll tell you, life is amazing. Cats or dogs? <laughs> <laughs> this is a question about Americans. What do they like best? So this is settle this oh, once and boy. for all and you get rid of the damn thing, whatever it is. Oh, well, so I lose I this. Is there a percentage? Yeah, no, I it's just question of which, which two Americans more, firmly, firmly firmly like better. Firm. Oh boy. Very little room for doubt. Very little room yeah, for doubt. I guess I gotta I gotta go dogs on that. I I kind of say dogs because You say dogs? Because puppies. What do you think, Jeff? <laughs> <laughs> Are you on camera at all? I wouldn't know. Oh, no. <clears throat> You'd say dogs because why? Because puppies. Oh, you didn't say puppies the same way. It was so oh, sweet. Sorry. You said puppies. <laughs> puppies. <laughs> you were puppies. just a great little boy, were you? I mean, you're really helpful and I like sweet. Yeah. Not one of these kids who set the cat on fire. Because <laughs> no, no, he liked puppies. No, we didn't do that. All right, so let's talk over now with uh, cats or dogs. What do you say, gentlemen? I'm going to go with dogs too, Jeff. Okay. Dogs, overwhelming, 74% to 41%. Whoa, shattering. Holy cow. Oh, the mother load. Well, here's what you won, Russ. Yes, Russ. When you want to know if a woman wants a gun that looks cute or a gun that looks like a gun, you'll find the answer in Michael Feldman's What Do You Knowledge? All you really? need to know about this and that and then some. Yes, it's in there. Awesome. I, I don't have a page number, but uh, 
<laughs> it's on my calendar, too. It's on your calendar. <laughs> and when you want to know which Central Asian game is played with a headless goat, find out in the book, Glad You Ask, Intriguing Names, oh. Facts, and Ideas for the Curious-Minded from the editors of Encyclopedia Britannica, We're unloading located in England, all the remainder books. Michael Thank Feldman. Taking those off my hand. I got a storage problem here. <laughs> is that it? Come on. This is no, no. But, but wait, there's more. Yeah. Yes, from uh, Jack and uh, Joe Brodsky, but not Herb. <laughs> You'll get some of their passion for fine coffees from around the world roasted on their vintage Victoria machines at Denver's famed Novo Coffee. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Yeah, it is. That's a lot. Is there still more? No, no. There's. Uh, that's it. That's that's the kielbasa for today. Yeah. Well, thank you so that's much. That's all I got okay. in front of me. Uh, thank you, Russ. I appreciate it. And uh, in, in order to spare you any public embarrass further public embarrassment here, if you could uh, write me at wadyano2 at gmail.com mm -hmm. with mailing uh, stuff, and I'll go out there to the post office myself and make sure okay. that it gets to you. Awesome. Because that's how far I've fallen. That's how far I've fallen. I'm doing the post office run. <laughs> All right, thanks very much, Russ. Appreciate it. Yep, thank you, Michael. Thank you very much. Nice talking. Nice Bye. talking to you. Okay, that's Russ. Uh, thank you very much, Jeff. Oh. You were really uh, not very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> but No, but you're a great guy. I appreciate you being here. Well, I guess the clock is telling me that it's 11.02. The clock on the wall? clock on the wall. Excuse <laughs> me. <laughs> The phlegm of my chest is telling me that it's 11.03 now after I cleared my throat. And I want to thank you very much for watching or listening or whatever you're doing. And uh, even if you're not doing anything that relates to this, I want to thank you for doing that, too. Because we need that, too. Thanks very much, Lyle Anderson and all of you, the crowd. Thank you for coming. Whoa. What do you know? It's quiz day.